Section 75 of the Topaz Storybook. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Maria de Fatima da Silva. The Topaz Storybook Stories and Legends of Autumn, Halloween, and Thanksgiving, compiled by Ada M. and Eleanor L. Skinner. A turkey for the stuffing. It always made Ben feel solemn to watch the river in a storm. Today it was grey and rough and noisy, and the few boats which went down toward Lake Huron pitched about so that their decks slanted first one way, then another, and their sides were coated with ice. Grandma, what day's today? he asked at last, turning from the stormy river to glance about their warm comfortable little room wednesday benny answered the small old woman who crouched over the stove then tomorrow will be thanksgiving day and the rosses are going to have a turkey said ben excitedly what are we going to have grandma mrs moxon looked over her glasses at her grandson's small thin figure in its patched and faded clothes and at his bright eager face Sonny dear, what do you think Grandma has for Thanksgiving? she asked gently. The expectant look faded from Ben's face, and he winked hard to keep the tears from running over. He did not need to be told how bare of dainties their cupboard was, for everything there he had brought with his own hands. Bacon and smoked fish enough for all winter were stored away. Flour, potatoes, and a few other vegetables were there. Tell me about a real Thanksgiving dinner, the small boy begged after the first disappointment had been bravely put away. Mrs. Moxon took off her spectacles and leaned back cautiously in her broken rocket chair. I remember one Thanksgiving... When your pa was alive, we had a dinner fit for a king. There was a ten-pound turkey with bread stuffing. I put the sage and onions into the stuffing with my own hands. We could have some stuffing, interrupted Ben eagerly. So we could, Sonny, so we could. It takes you to think of things, and Mrs. Moxon affectionately patted the little brown hand on her knee. It never would have come to me that we might have turkey stuffing even if we didn't have any turkey. Ben beamed with delight at this praise. And was there anything else besides the turkey and the stuffing, Grandma? Land, yes, child. There was turnips and mashed potatoes and mince pie, and your pa got two pounds of grapes, though grapes was expensive at that time of the year. Yes, nobody could ask for a better dinner than that was. We could have one just like it, all but the turkey and the mince pie and the grapes, said Ben, hopefully. So we can, and will too, child, answered the old woman. Trust you for making the best of things, and the two smiled at each other happily. Next morning, Ben watched his grandmother add an egg, some sage and chopped onion to a bowl full of dry bread, pour boiling water over it, and put the mixture in the oven. Your father said, 
I made the best turkey stuffing he ever ate, she said with satisfaction. We'll see how it comes out, Benny. I can't hardly wait till dinner time, Ben said with an excited skip. I believe I'll go down to the beach and pick up driftwood for a while. You call me when the things are most cooked, Grandma. The storm of the day before had left many a bit of board or end of a log on the beach that would be just the thing for Mrs. Moxon's stove. Ben worked so hard that he did not notice a big barge that was coming slowly down the river, towing two other boats behind it, until he heard a voice ask, Hello, kid! What makes you work so hard on Thanksgiving Day? Then he straightened up to see the boat's captain standing near its pilot house and shouting through a great trumpet. I'm waiting for dinner to cook, Ben answered in his piping voice. Can't hear you, roared the captain. Run home and get your horn and talk to me. Ben ran up the little hill to Mrs. Ross's and borrowed her trumpet or megaphone. One's voice sounds much louder when these are used, and they are to be found at every house on the shores of the St. Mary's. Boats and those on the land often want to say, How do you do to each other? It was all Ben could do to hold the great tin trumpet on straight, for it was nearly as long as he was. I'm waiting for dinner to cook, the boy shouted again, and this time the captain heard him. Going to have turkey, I suppose, the captain asked. No, but we're going to have turkey stuffing, answered Ben with pride. Turkey stuffing? But no turkey. If that isn't the best I ever heard. The captain had dropped his trumpet and doubled up with sudden laughter. Luckily, Ben did not hear. What else are you going to have? He called when he had repeated the joke about him. Mince pie without any mince meat? No, sir, Ben's voice was shrill but clear. My father had mince pie for Thanksgiving dinner once, though. Did, did he? The captain dropped his trumpet again. That boy's all right, he said to the first mate. He's too plucky to be laughed at. I'm going to send him some turkey for his stuffing, Morgan. Tell the cook to get ready, half a turkey and a mince pie, and say, Morgan, have him send up one of those small baskets of grapes. We'll tie them to a piece of plank, and they'll float ashore all right. Tell the cook to hurry, or we'll be too far downstream for the boy to get the things. Then he raised his trumpet again. Say, kid, can you row that boat that's tied to your dock? Yes, sir. Well, you hurry out into the river, and I'll put off a float with some things for your Thanksgiving dinner. You're going to have some turkey for that stuffing. You may be sure Ben lost no time in pushing the rowboat off into the stream, where the end of a plank and its delicious load was soon bobbing up and down on the water. How he did smack his lips when he lifted them into the boat, and how pleased he was for Grandma, 
first the stuffing and then the turkey my ain't i lucky he did not know that the captain had said he was plucky and that luck is very apt to follow pluck end of section seventy five